Welcome to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Let's Just Kiss and Say Goodbye. This is Dr. Stanley James from the Premier Health and Wellness Center. Today, I want to talk about toxic thoughts. I met a young lady and she struggled with one thing. She didn't believe she was good enough. Now, she was accomplished and hardworking, a very attractive lady. But over the period of time, she had put on weight. And the struggle with weight was not the weight that was on her body. It was the weight in her mind. And as we talk over a period of time, she finally got the courage to say she wanted to explore weight loss as a health plan. And eagerly, I began to discuss with her the options. And when I approached her to discuss it, she had anxiety and avoidance. She looked down and she was trembling. And it is true that over the years, she had put on a considerable amount of weight. And she said, this will never work for me. I, I was still lighthearted, and I wasn't quite sure. She said, this is, um, and she began to clutch her bag and get up. I said, no, wait, wait, wait. She said, this is not going to work for me. And I, I said, why? She says, things, I, I, um, and I can see in her eyes she was scared. Well, she's not the only one who has toxic thoughts. I, I can think of a young man who's great capabilities, very smart. I still remember him. He was fast and he was very good at math. But he didn't achieve very much, didn't shoot for very high. He often talked about his red hair and he saw things about himself that he felt was unattractive. And he would talk with slurs and slang and um, it just seemed to struggle just with standing up for confidence and shooting for the stars and or believing that he could actually be anything. I remember when I shared with him that I wanted to be a physician, he laughed. His grades were better than mine. His family was more uh, accomplished in academia. But something about him told him he shouldn't try. Toxic thoughts have sabotaged many giants and left them in graves as Lilliputians and midgets. You may understand what I'm talking about. There's somebody here that has a toxic thought that has caused you to be ineffective in relationships. Have you found yourself moving from relationship to relationship and it's always the other person's fault? Does it seem like you are the chronic victim and at the end it always winds up with you being the loser and somebody didn't like you and they used you and you felt like they took advantage of you? Could you be orchestrating these self-fulfilling prophecies? Is there something about you that almost is a script that you're mapped out and living out, a script that is unseen? Toxic thoughts are different from psychotic thoughts. Psychiatrists will manage a patient who has a break with reality, a person who sees things that are not there by other people's witness, a person who feels things from their bodies that is not there, 
a person who believes that someone is programming their brain, that these are not toxic thoughts. And neither toxic thoughts, ruminating thoughts of suicidal ideation or toxic thoughts are not thoughts of someone trying to hurt someone. Why toxic thoughts may lead you to depression and if unmanaged, toxic thoughts called cognitive distortions can lead you to depression. And for some patients with underlying other diseases, it can lead to frank psychosis. But most of us who do not suffer from psychiatric diseases like schizophrenia or subtypes of bipolar disorder or anxiety that is diagnostic, yet we have a considerable amount of failure and internal turmoil, like the lady that sat there, ready to leave, clenched fist, weighing in at 320 pounds. And I could see she'd put a lot of tension to her hair, but that wasn't good enough. I could see that she put a lot of attention to the dress that she'd put on, but she knew that that wasn't it. Though she had accomplished much in her life, she had a root belief that she's a failure. Or the young man who finds himself underachieving. You're listening to me today and you know you could have moved further. You could have been a supervisor. You could have been a doctor. You could have been a master carpenter. You could have been moved up in your job. But you sabotaged it time and time again. Or you're sitting on the outside of a divorce court with a document in your hand, angry at somebody, and that person is yourself. Well, it's important to know that we can actually say, let's just kiss and say goodbye to toxic thoughts. The first step is awareness. If you've hit a point in your life that's a crisis and things have fallen apart, that could be the best thing that ever happened to you. You could have been, been driven by a toxic thought that you're a failure, that you're not enough, or a toxic thought that you're a victim and people don't like you, and it has led to a divorce or perhaps losing a job or perhaps a health condition that comes because you didn't take care of yourself. This is not a final place. This is a finding place because you've shifted to being aware that maybe you believe something about yourself that shapes the way people treat you and shapes the way you treat yourself. And when I spent a little bit of time with the young lady, I, I was able to discover that she always felt that she was not good enough. Her mother was pretty rigid and a very conservative Christian, and, and her father was somewhat of an alcoholic moving in and out of the house, but never really giving her attention. And she began to feel like deep down inside that, you know, I'm never good enough for my mom's God, and I'm not good enough for my father's attention. These things laid on her belief that she's not enough and made that a reality. And whenever she tried things, she was so fearful of failure, she never really finished things, and she was big on procrastination. As a matter of fact, she tried things and stopped because she didn't want to reach a point where she realized she wasn't good enough. And though sure she was in the weight, weight, weight program and about to quit because she had a toxic thought. Toxic thoughts are those thoughts that run our lives and lead us to breakdowns and lead us to destruction. Well, I want you to know today, not only have, do you have to be aware of them and that a crisis that may come in your life, it may be a diagnosis 
of diabetes. It, it may be a divorce where someone has you looking at yourself in the mirror. It may be sitting in front of a therapist. Yeah, This may be the time for you to revisit what's driving your life. If this pandemic has led you to a place where you have to do more thinking and introspection and thoughts are running away, this is, could be a bad thing, but this could be a great thing because for the first time, you have to deal with you. The pandemic has also caused many people to be isolated. Other people feel like their rights are trampled upon. Other people feel like they may lose their job. And these hidden toxic thoughts crowd out the world of possibilities. I know Napoleon Hill said in his book, Think and Grow Rich. He made two basic assertions. Thoughts are things like money in the bank. Good thinking is an asset that can give life, strength, and success like debt and liability. Negative thinking can destroy. There's another principle. Whatever the mind of a man conceives and believes, it can achieve even failure. I'll say it again. If you conceive and believe you are a failure, you're on an automatic one-way ticket to failure. So powerful is this principle that what you conceive and believe, that even the physical body follows the mental direction. So that a person's physique is changed into the same image as his thoughts. There's one great writer, and I, I find it the most fascinating, she says, many of the diseases from which men suffer are the result of mental depression, grief, anxiety, discontent, remorse, guilt, distrust, all tend to break down the life forces and to invite decay and death. Disease is sometimes produced and is often greatly aggravated by the imagination. Can you imagine? That the sickness that you may have, the suffering that you may have, the illness that shows up, may be because of a long time spending in toxic thoughts. And I can understand, because I've seen many people who could have achieved, my friend, and I saw him, and he looked at me with his head hanging down, because he wonders now, could I have done it? As a matter of fact, you listening out there can look at a, a relationship that could have been the best relationship in your life, but you didn't have the courage to step out and ask, can I have your hand? Or perhaps there was a job opportunity that you did not pursue because you were fearful of being a failure. Or maybe you feel that you're a victim and because of something about you that people don't like and you've already typecast yourself as a failure and said that the boss will not like you because you're different and you walked yourself out of a good job because of your thoughts. But I want you to know, being aware of the fact that you have these thoughts is the first step to changing. The second step is also awareness. Trying to stop toxic thoughts is actually the more you push, push against something, the more it actually pushes against you. In other words, if you try to stop them, the very self or ego that's trying to stop the thoughts reinforces the thoughts. The next step after awareness of the thoughts is actually observing yourself thinking the thoughts. 
that you actually make a distinction between the thoughts and you. And then the thoughts begin to lose power. But after that, you have to do something else. You have to replace the thoughts. Do you know that many people stop thinking negative thoughts but never replace it with positive thoughts? Whatever a man conceives and believes, he can achieve. We need to begin to conceive something different about ourselves. Yeah, that whichever told you that you are not good enough, it may be a critical mother or an aloof father. It may be somebody in school that put a print on you and it never left you. It may be the people in your neighborhood or people in your country that labeled you as less than and not equal to. Be aware that that's what they think, but that's not who you are. You actually get to choose what you can conceive and actually get to choose what you can believe. And by conceiving it and believing it, you can actually achieve it. And so I began to do that work with many patients. And as I began to invite them to conceive a new possibility and show them supporting evidence that not only do I understand, but I've got success in helping you achieve it, they began to believe that they can do it. If you look at your own life, I want you to, you need to find somebody outside of you, somebody bigger than you, somebody you trust, and ask them the truth. What do they conceive? And they can give you a vision that you are actually perfect, whole, and complete. That who you really are is just possibility. That what you've conceived is a lie. Because you just are possibility. Now, you may have a teacher or a therapist or a friend or the creator. You have to look at somebody you can trust and they have to give you a reliable read. Not what they see you are today, but they see the infinite possibilities of what you can be. Faith and conceiving your greatness and believing in your greatness starts the process of changing toxic thoughts. We all seem to carry this negative sense of condemnation. We're not enough. Uh, something is wrong. I'm too fat, I'm too dark, or they're not going to like me. That's a story that someone has given you, and you have the power to write a new story. Replacing that with new ideas that you trust from some other source. Now, you've got to start putting things into practice. You need to have some evidence in front of you. It's okay to be in your head, but also you want to get it in your heart. Find something that you love. Get a picture of who you want to be. Put it in front of you every day. It may be the story of a great character that you want to be like. It may be someone in history who you feel has your strength and the, 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 the heights that you want to achieve. It may be your daddy's strong arms. It may be your mother's gracious spirit. Find a picture that you think gets close to where you want to be and start seeing that every day. One, awareness of the toxic thoughts. Number two, believe that you are a world of possibilities. And number three, begin to choose who you want to be. I don't know what your story is. You may be a person that's a chronic victim in relationships. What's the toxic belief? I'm not good enough. Someone doesn't love me. 
I can't trust anyone. You may be a person who failed along the way because you're scared of the very success that's designed inside of you. What's your toxic belief? I'm not good enough. I didn't live up to my father's standards. I've made so many mistakes. There's somebody here that may have made a moral failure, someone who's made a professional failure, someone who has a health crisis because of the choices you've made. That's not who you are. That's what you've done. There's a word in the room right now that you actually are the world of possibilities. Conceive it, believe it, and start walking so you can achieve it. This is Dr. Stanley James from the Premier Health and Wellness Center. Thank you for listening. This episode of Best Health has been sponsored by The Phoenix Store, where your health is our priority for a better life. You have been listening to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Thank you for listening. <laughs>